All right. I am now recording. You're recording. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, you... Um, Are you recording on your end and it's working? Yeah. Oh, good. Seems like okay. it. Um, but, yeah, I like the... I, I love this microphone. I mean, it's funny. At the time, I thought it was expensive. It's Well, it is still expensive. It's like $100, but... It's not bad, though. For, for how long I've had it. You know, I've had it for like a year now, and... Mm-hmm. Honestly, so it's funny, like, when I was comparing, I was focused so much on audio quality, which obviously is the thing you want to look for in a microphone, mm-hmm. but um, I watched so many YouTube videos comparing this and comparing that. The only thing that came close was the, um, it's another standard, the Shure uh, SB or something, I don't know. SM7B? Yeah, that one. That's what and we use at work. So that's the standard, and apparently all these audio guys were comparing it, and they're like, it's almost the same, except I guess the Shure is more expensive. Um, oh, yeah, much. It's like $400. Okay, so yeah, then they did like blind A-B tests, and it was super hard to tell the difference. Oh, wow. So, the only thing um, I feel yeah. like you could use maybe is a um, a windscreen. Okay. Yeah, I thought about getting one of those. This has a built-in pop filter Yeah, but uh, those, like on the inside, but... I'll tell you one thing. I'm using the... Um, we had, for free, we were given um, Rode... Uh, what do they call them? They're, they're like a Rode... I want to say Rodecaster Pro because that's the name of the... <laughs> you know, the... The board. The board, but... Um, uh, about they the have filter? mics. They have No, they have mics that are like not those, but they're like the high-end version of those, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I have those that I was using in Lance's studio for his show. And mm-hmm. I really was not that happy with them. Like, you could tell oh, no. they lacked definition compared to the SM7Bs. Yeah. And on Lance's voice in particular, it just sounded really... It just sounded like... What it sounded like to me is if you um, artificially, like, boosted the low end, like, afterwards. Like, yeah. if you boosted it in post... It sounded like that when it was just recorded straight. Interesting. That's how I feel about the Yetis. Yeah, and it was just weird. It and it sounded like this really kind of hollow, low end too. It didn't sound pleasant to me. Oh wow. So I don't know. I wasn't too crazy about them, but those were. I don't know what kind of. Hang on. Let me look up what those mics were. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, to to conclude, like my my shopping mentality was I was obviously focused on quality and did all the comparison but honestly the hundred dollars to me is um is really for the lack of editing like when I had my I had this fifty dollar USB microphone if you go back to and listen to to like episode one two or three I think Mm -hmm. of our of our show that's what I was using um, but that's after I spent, you know, hours editing it. I would play with the EQ and try to, like, you know, also reduce the background noise because it was very, it would pick up the whole room. Um, right. So I feel like, although uh, this sounds nice, um, really, the, the the fact that you can um, turn down the sensitivity um, and, you know, just get up close to it, it's not picking up anything else around me. Yeah, so. that's good. That's my favorite part. And and when it's just you and me recording, then I pretty much just like I'm cutting for content, but I don't really have to fix any audio issues. Unlike, you know, if I have a guest on. <laughs> yeah. So actually what you deal with when you have a different guest on is what I deal with all the time, pretty oh much. God, so and I'm painful. trying and that's why I'm trying to build this new studio. So that way it's totally like it doesn't pick up a lot of that like room noise as much like the sound will just get absorbed 
yeah. everywhere possible. So, and I think it'll be good for that because so far, so good. Like even just getting our furniture in there has made a huge difference. Oh, cool! Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's this funny. Isn't you can be tell the acoustics from like an empty house to a moved-in house. Yep, just furniture really helps absorb some of that. I know, and that's and that's something I'm not like crazy experienced in is like. Uh, acoustically treating rooms and all that stuff. By the way, when I mention windscreens, Just YouTube I, don't, it. I don't have one on mine either. So I probably am. I'm, I'm trying to like mitigate it as much as possible by talking a lot to the side. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the, but what I was going to say is the pop filters in the other road mics that I used were, so terrible like they didn't work at all like you just oh, really? you could hear it like it was so annoying so i ended up just getting the the windscreens that fit over them and that helped a lot yeah huh anyway i'll look um, into that i mean it definitely looks cooler when you've got the windscreen uh, i don't know <laughs> you just look like, more legit <laughs> i like to see the i like to see the actual mic yeah I think it looks cool. Let me see. Let me see what mics they have, because I swear. You were worried we weren't going to have anything to podcast about, and look at this. We're just we're still getting set up, and we've got a whole topic. <laughs> well, I mean that's great, but like I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep it going because I really have nothing. <laughs> I just have nothing. Just nothing happened in in life. Well, stuff's happened. I just don't. Yeah. It's not worth talking about. Like, do you really want to hear more about my uh, my vision saga? I don't think so. Vision saga? What is that? Yeah, my contact lenses. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to hear that. I'm still dealing <laughs> with that and trying to figure out what pres- prescription works best. I, I swear, I, I I treat. I was just talking about therapy with you offline, but I'll just say this because I I didn't really, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know, like I'm kind of. I'm not sure therapy is working for me exactly, but um, uh, but I'll tell you what I go to an optometrist. Like most people, go to the therapist. Like I'm like <laughs> a weekly visit. I go in. I make sure it's all good. I don't know. I'm so picky about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You, um, I think just whatever the issue at hand is, you are predisposed to overanalyze it. Yeah, which. By the way, I found myself like self therapying myself because uh, when I'd be in my uh, when I'd be at the therapy, I didn't want to talk about it, but here I am talking about it. <laughs> when I'd be in my appointments, I would be like, "Here's the issue. Here's all the different possible things that like you know." I- I'd be like, "Here's the issue. Uh-huh. Here's what I think it could be. Few different reasons of why it could be this and not the worst case scenario that I'm thinking in my head." Yeah. And then he just kind of nods and goes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've already offered up all of the things. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm already you do you. So yeah. if if that works, then that's great. But I remember um, talking to my therapist, and it, it gets kind of draining after a while. But like, I would do similar things where like I would come in and and um, I don't even remember now. It's been so so many years, but it was just kind of like. You know, so how's the week been going for you? What what's going on with you lately? And um, <clears throat> I tried to bring in an issue just off the bat, like have one ready to go, so that way we didn't waste our time just mm-hmm. shooting the shit. That's and, good. Um, and so I would do like what you said, where I'd be like, hey, yeah, well, you know, I um, I don't know what I was talking about. Maybe like my family dynamic or something, and 
mm-hmm. how I deal with my family and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, and I, I understand that I tend to, you know, say this kind of thing because, you know, I'm really defensive about that or whatever. And I thought that I had these explanations, but she would always come in with another question. She'd be like, and why do you feel the need to be defensive? <laughs> and I'd, and right. I'd be like, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't want to get my feelings hurt. So, you know, I kind of have this stuff prepped and ready to say. And she's like, uh, do you feel like your feelings are hurt very often? <laughs> and, and, right. uh, and so I would come in with like the surface issue and what I, c- I could explain it away, like why that's happening. And then she would go like a level below that one. <laughs> and like, <laughs> why, why do you feel like you need to explain it away? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I, I but, guess like uh, I guess like so. But to your other point, though, like when you were texting me, like so, I continued to go because it was interesting, and I definitely felt like I was like learning about myself and like what type of personality I have. But in reality, you know, it didn't actually solve anything. Yeah, um, that's the thing. It's like I'll come <laughs> yeah. up. So I I got all fired up after my last appointment. So the one not today because I had nothing to really cover today. But you, last time I went in the last week. Um, we, we went back and he, he asked, he, he did exactly what you're saying. He was asking all these questions and going deeper and going, here's a bizarre question. What was your time in, in, in school like? Like, who did you hang out with and all this stuff? And so I was answering like, well, it was this group, I guess, but I was kind of an outsider to a lot of the groups because I was kind of in this own AV club kind of, you know, nerdy <laughs> AV club group. So I was kind uh-huh. of on the outside. And, uh, and And he's like, and do you think that, you know, impacts how you think about things now in terms of, you know, when you try to come up with opinions and all that. And, and I got out of that appointment going, wow, it, it, it's probably my school, my time in school that explains that. And then I was like, but then later after I kind of came down from like making these connections and stuff, I was like, okay, so great. Now, now what? Right. I guess. Are you going to express your opinions any differently? <laughs> nope. Exactly. No. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's good. And then I got thinking about it more and I was like, but I don't know if it's really from that. Like I, it sounded yeah. right at the time. And then later when I was thinking, when I was kind of going over it in my head, I'm like, I don't know, Lo. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I mean, he couldn't even say definitively either. Obviously he was just yeah. like, well, this could be an explanation. And I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, but there could be any other explanation <laughs> too, but we just don't know. Like, great. Yeah. I still don't know. And then I was just kind of afterwards was like, Okay, and all the tools that he tried to give me to like help would all in their own way just th- this is why I'm worried about like meditation. You're worried about meditation? <laughs> well, because I haven't done meditation really other than like I kind of have, but not like I didn't sit down like okay, this is going to be meditation. Like I mean, I I feel like you kind of in a way there are certain activities that you do that are meditative. Yep, sure. And and I feel like I've done those and I feel like I do I do turn my brain off a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually do. I actually do several times a day we'll get kind of in a I think I do too, yeah. You know, and and I'm like so I don't know if doing that more is going to be the answer. I I just kind of am stuck with like I, don't I know. and then ultimately during one of my conversations with him uh oh this is something I could say. Uh I went in thinking. I did go into my sessions uh, when I when I first started doing this. I, I didn't actually go for that many sessions, to be honest. It was only like five or six total, probably. But yeah, when I first started doing it, I kind of went in thinking, "Man, I've got some real issues. I'm gonna explain to him all this thing, all these things I'm t- I'm thinking of, and he's gonna 
refer me to to go get checked out for like bipolar and all this crazy stuff. I'm thinking like I've got to have so many conditions. Like they're gonna send me <laughs> into a freaking mental facility when I'm done with this. And I explained all the things to him, and then I realized very quickly. Oh no, no, I I don't. There's not really anything wrong per se. I just am dealing with the human condition that like everybody deals with. Well, if anything that is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> is is that God. here's what's wrong with you yeah yeah please because he wouldn't tell me he was just just like this is cruel and i don't do this to my patients but rob uh, please i'll do it yeah <laughs> see you didn't want to pay a perfect stranger to give you advice so no. here is a trusted friend that will give you advice see, for free this means a lot more what you say right now carries a lot more weight than some guy in a, in a fancy office i'm just saying no, I was just gonna say that you, um, you know, you you probably have a tendency to try and look out for or identify things that are wrong when really there is nothing wrong. So the yes. thing that's wrong with you is that you're looking for something to be wrong. Yes, and I and I didn't I didn't really so quitting the therapy thought. is a huge you know step of growth for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I'm like, I you know what? I don't need to look for things anymore. Yeah. That's actually a really funny just, way to look at it. Just be like, with it. Yeah, I just, I, I am who I am, kind of, and it's just, um, and it's not, like, crazy. I, I just am, I'm a human dealing with human stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I like to encourage therapy a lot, because I had, I felt like I learned a lot about myself, but, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it is not the most practical. But it, it depends what you go for, you know. If right. you If you have a very specific type of um struggle or you know just like behavior that you like can't help you know like your ocd about something then you know that is something that it can clearly help you know w with practice kind of reduce stuff over time but um but yeah i was i was just blown away like every time i went in it was it felt like the gym like i really dreaded it i had mm -hmm. this this feeling of like going to the principal's office of like i'm in trouble or something and i thought that i thought that she'd be upset with me if i didn't have anything to talk about and then on the other hand like i didn't want to like make up stuff and i'm just like why am i coming and all that but then once i left i was like wow i understand things so much better now and yeah i will say just to to wrap up my experience on that is I think there was one practical moment where um, a lot of my, I don't know, it's not really an anxiety, but it's just because um, I went in there starting out because of a bad breakup. Obviously, therapy is not going to fix the breakup, but it, it helped me understand like this is like the second time or maybe third that um, someone had cheated on me. And so... I was like, why is this happening to me and all that kind of stuff, feeling like a victim. Mm -hmm. And so part of it was like, quit feeling like a victim. It's not your fault. But then the other part was like, looking back at my relationships, and long story short, um, I constantly make uh, compromises and sacrifices for myself just to make the other person happy. And oh. um, ironically, uh, that backfires because if you engage in a relationship for like more than a few months, like let's say, you know, a year or two years and the whole time you've been just doing what this person wants because you think like, Oh, that'll keep them happy and keep them from leaving you. 
um, then you forget who you are and that other person that you're in a relationship with, they, they don't really see you either. And so at, oh, a certain, at a certain point, you know, they, they do grow to see you. And I'm not saying this is like explains cheating or anything, but in terms of like ending a relationship, maybe that's why, you know, uh, my ex-girlfriends weren't happy after a while. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And she did give me some practical advice on how to kind of basically speak up for myself and uh, carve out, you know, little sections of like, no, I want to do this, or I want to do it this way. And um, saying it in a way, you know, like I would be afraid to say that to someone because it sounds mean, but she would teach me and coach me through practice, like ways to say it that wouldn't be mean. Um, you know, saying like, oh, I feel, you know what, I feel really, I feel a lot better if I do it like this. And, you know, you use I and you use feelings and stuff like that. So, right. That right. was that was a little practical, but for the vast majority, no, it was just kind of like interesting. Like, oh, so that happened to me when I was eight years old. <laughs> so I wonder, like, is it more? You think it's better to go into therapy if you know exactly what issue you're dealing with, or is it better to go if you just have just if if you don't if you can't pinpoint what it is and you need to figure it out? Yeah. Like, but how do you how do you even start though with the second? way of doing it because yeah what do you like, say you know what, what do you go in with i know and i think that's what i'm facing right now like i was talking to you about it and, and encouraging you to stick with it because i think that it would be good and um i i also think it'd be interesting to go back to therapy find a therapist and you know start talking to someone and just you know learning more about myself maybe how to more effectively communicate or whatever. But I don't have a specific issue like I did last time. Last time I was like super depressed, you know, we just went through this breakup and I felt like, you know, there's like just, you know, rock bottom. So that was my reason. Now, like I'm fine. Sometimes I feel depressed. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel anxious about something. Sometimes I don't fucking care. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> there is no clear reason. I, I, I would like to, I guess, to extend your uh, comparison about the gym further. Uh, <laughs> it's not like you can go to the gym and be like, I just don't feel good. You know, like you have to have a plan <laughs> yeah. of what you're going to do. <laughs> you're like, well, I, I don't have abs, so. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's where like a, a personal trainer could have, because that's the other thing about speaking about the gym in particular is like, I don't know what I'm doing there either. And I would need direction. Yeah. Meditation is the gym. Therapy is the personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. If you'd like to know more about meditation, go back to our episode six with Alex Monroe. <laughs> All right. Let's That's give a people a chance. Let's, let's give people a chance to do that a second. Yep. You hit pause. Go down right. that. Mm -hmm. How's the weather? Yeah, well, How's the weather over there? Episode? <laughs> just, let's well, just they're, kill they're time. Not, you know, they, they pause. They don't have to. Oh, yeah, that's right. It. We don't have to just. So now you, they've finished that episode. So if you had, yeah, if you had so another device. <laughs> I was going to say, if you had another device, uh, just let mm -hmm. this, this play let this out. Play in We're tandem. just going to talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> and then you can listen to the other one on your other device. Actually, I'll then... just go ahead and splice the episode into this one. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Just recycle. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, now it's an hour and a half later. And uh, <laughs> yep. anyway, um, 
but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely was, see how I definitely see how it can help, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess for me in particular, I just was, and it wasn't even, I, I should also say, it's not like I decided to just up and quit. Like my therapist also suggested like, maybe you don't need to, you know, yeah. come in every week if you don't know, you know, what you're, if you're doing well, like I. True. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go in again if, if, uh, if there's just things I can't snap out of and, and. I get that again, but I also wonder how much of this is just seasonal. Like I can't even I can't even pinpoint and say the medication I'm on is helping. Like it's so hard mm. to like how do you tell because it takes a while for medication to kick in and by that time you could be kind of naturally past your problem. Well, it depends on the issue. So if you're referring to like seasonal affective disorder, <clears throat> then mm-hmm. that is definitely something related to the sunlight and the seasons and all that, feeling depressed in the winter, for example. Um, But that's not true of most disorders. Um, You know, like regular depression sticks with you through the whole year, or um, anxiety has nothing to do with the seasons or the weather. That's more like your circumstances. Um, Right. You know, maybe maybe your whole life you weren't an anxious person, but then, you know, through you know, just even a couple of new things happening in your life at the same time could be enough to kind of like push you to be a little extra anxious. Right. And from what little I know about it is it's like, it's this sort of terrible cycle of chemical buildup with the the cortisol that gets released when when you're anxious. And so it's like, you could have a normal person uh, go into, you know, let's say you're in high school and you have a big test and you're nervous about the test. That's a normal scenario. Mm-hmm. But then you finish the test, you go back to normal life, um, you know, your brain recovers. But let's say you're, I don't know, in the military or whatever, and every day you could possibly get shot at or something. And so day day one, you're you're stressed and worried. Day two, you don't have any time to come down. So you're stressed and worried again. And eventually your brain starts to drown in those chemicals and just kind of sticks with you. So the, the medication, I think, is what reduces the, the cortisol. But, um, but yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a doctor. I would just say that, you know, you hear those stories of people who are, like, bipolar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they're having, like, a manic or a happy phase, they quit taking their meds because they're like, yeah, I'm so happy. I don't need this, like, they, yeah, antidepressants. Yeah. And then they quit taking the meds and then they get all depressed again. Like, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, well, if I'm doing well, like, it could be that, you know, it is the medication that's helping. And if I stop that, then I'm going to be... Yeah where I back where I started that's a possibility but I mean I don't know it, it's if so medication tricky. isn't like if it's not super expensive and it doesn't make you feel bad then well that's it a problem a it, while. I do get side effects from it it does oh. kind of get in the way of of like if I want to you know if I want to have a few drinks with people that's true it complicates it I, I can't say like it it necessarily affects me exactly the same way every time, but it definitely adds a complication to it. Yeah, it's something that you have to think about. And uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I kind of am somebody that doesn't like to be on medication unless it's absolutely necessary. And and, yeah. and part of me keeps wondering, like, well, is kind of just being aware of my conditions and maybe finding other ways. Like, one of the, one thing, one helpful piece of advice he did give me today was, 
while I am feeling better, I should create new healthy habits like going to the gym, you know, exercising huh. more, that kind of stuff. Take advantage of it. Yeah, when it's easy to do that because when I'm stuck in that, like, you know, I can't get out of the rough patch or something, then I'm not going to be inclined to go do something new. Yeah, that's a good point. So it is, it is, that was good advice. Mm. Like, yeah. And, you know, you could also do the same thing that your therapist told you with the medication where you just, you know, you give it a rest for a while. Um, maybe you tell a doctor that I don't need the prescription right now because I'm, I'm feeling okay. I'd like to see how it is after. Right. And um, it's not like you have bipolar or something that's particularly serious. Right. So, but then if you begin to feel overwhelmed or, or whatever you, you felt that, that brought on the need for the medication, then you just go back to it. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> exactly. So I, I just thought of something else. I don't hmm. know. If, did we talk about this on the podcast yet? The timeshare story? No. See, there's been a lot since we have talked. Oh. It's been like a couple months, right? I, I guess it has. Yeah. Uh, we had quite an adventure. So why, I guess to, to back it up, because I heard the short version of the story, but why did you even <laughs> go to it? I mean, that just sounds like scam. Um, like I wouldn't even have thought to, to attend. How did this happen? So uh, we we did know that, that it was probably a little bit fishy, but we were we went to um, Six Flags, and, and, and they actually have these booths at Six Flags and at Disneyland, but we didn't notice it at Disneyland. Six Flags, they like, there wasn't as many people around, so they flagged us over because we were like a couple. Do the Disney so, tickets work there? Your you passes? The, I mean, at, did you have to pay extra for Six Flags? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a separate membership. Oh, okay. But it's a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like, like... It's because it's not fucking Disney. Like a tenth of the cost. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're, we're at Six Flags, and this, this these people at this booth, like, flag us over. This guy at this booth flags us over and starts talking to us about, hey, so, you know, we've got this uh, resort in San Diego, and it's fairly new, and... Um, we we're just trying to get people to check it out, take a tour of it, and uh, uh, if you agree to do that, if you want to schedule a time where you can come check this place out, well, they never said timeshare or anything or vacation. Uh-huh. I mean, they were very vague about what it is, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, we'll uh, give you um, uh, it was almost a free night. We we still had to pay like the tax and stuff, but like." Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give you a free night stay at this hotel, and then um, and then after you take the tour, you'll get a free trip to either Hawaii or Cabo or no um, way. They listed like three places, airfare included, and what? it was like, um, what, what's the catch? Definitely red flags going up at this point. Like we were we were kind of oh, yeah. sitting there, standing there, thinking like, okay, this has got to be weird. Like I don't know. Um, so we asked a five thousand dollar deposit. <laughs> yeah, we asked as many questions as we could, but he said at this point in time, all we need you to do is schedule a time where you can check out the place and stay. You can stay overnight if you want at the hotel stay. And we thought, well, you know, uh, a free night stay in San Diego isn't too bad. It, it, it technically isn't San Diego, but it was close enough that we could still go do something in San Diego. Also, so yeah. it was like a half hour away from San Diego, so it wasn't bad. So. We're like, okay, well, we'll go to, we'll go do this. So, so we we made a plan and we went down to San Diego to this hotel. The hotel was very nice. I mean, I don't think it was really I, affiliated. 
I don't know how affiliated it was to this whole thing anyway. How, how, how far is uh, San Diego from you guys? By the oh, a um, couple how, hours. How long a drive? Okay. It was, I think it was three hour, a three-hour drive. Okay. So, okay. And, and San Diego is very lovely. We like it in San Diego a lot. So that alone was like, oh, great. We've wanted to go to San Diego for a while. We didn't have a plan. So this is, this is good. So we stay in the hotel. We, we got to go in their hot tub, hot tub, have drinks, all that stuff. That was great. Although this is where the medication thing comes in with drinking because I happened, I had, what did I have? I had uh, two drinks, I think. That was it. I had two drinks and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm really feeling these drinks. And so we went back to the hotel room and then I woke up the next morning and I felt so hungover wow. from two freaking drinks. Wow. So anyway, I'm hungover, not feeling great. And we've got to go to this stupid appointment for the freaking timeshare. Actually, I think first we went to brunch uh, <laughs> in San Diego. So we're at brunch. First and I'm sitting first. there. I'm sitting there like, oh, gosh, I hope I start feeling better. This is terrible. I had a horrible headache. It was not good. So brunch was very good at the place we went to. We go back to uh, to where we were kind of staying, the area where this, you know, resort, quote unquote, is. And it's um, it's actually, do you know who Lawrence Welk is? No. I barely know uh, who he is. He was like a TV show host. I don't even like know who old... regular famous people are, so. Uh, Lawrence Welk. Let me, let me uh, search because this is <clears throat> kind of important. He was an American musician, accordionist, band leader, and television <laughs> Im- Im- impresario who hosted the television program The Lawrence Welk Show from 1951 to 1982. Okay, so, so it's like it a talk show concluded host. Concluded before I was born. Musician, talk show host, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, concluded before I was born too. <laughs> but I guess they still show they still show like old Lawrence Welk shows on PBS. So you can at like uh-huh. every evening or on the weekend. I, I don't know what it is. So for what it's worth, so far the story sounds like Arrested Development. But they've got like some some McMansions, and then you have like a random like Carl Weathers like teaching yeah. acting or whatever. Yeah, Just basically, like, not even B level, like C level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Lawrence Welk is, I guess it's it's Lawrence Welk Resorts is the name of this resort. So it has it's tied to him somehow. I still don't remember how. If he, I think he started it or it's in his name. I don't know if he he probably actually gets a cut for putting his name on it. Whatever, I don't know. Is he even still alive? I don't know. That's actually, uh, here I'm asking you, you don't even know who he was in the first place, and I'm asking <laughs> if he's, if you know if he's still alive. No, he died in 1992. Okay. So, okay, sure. Extra um, fishy. Yeah, so anyway, uh, the Lawrence Welk Resorts thing, so we, we go to the resort, which looked like, you ever see that show, well, first of all, it looked like a giant retirement community. Like... <laughs> It, they had, like, tennis courts, and they had, like, play areas for kids, and it looked like this big, like, condo buildings out in the I middle mean, of freaking nowhere, too. I feel like that's what all resorts are. But if you're in Mexico on vacation, it doesn't feel like retirement. But when it's right. closer to home, then it's just retirement. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So so tons of condos. Like, the buildings looked... Everything looked beautiful, though. I mean, it looked, like, perfect, but it just was, you know, it it, it, it was... A little weird because it was in the middle of nowhere. So anyway, we're, we're, we we pull up to the parking area, which is like way the heck far off the road. And uh, and then they had people standing by to take you in golf carts the rest of the way. Hmm. So we got in the golf cart, went into the place, and uh, you know we said who we were and all that. And, uh, and then a sales rep came and found us 
because we were sitting on like couches in this little waiting area. Sales rep t- took us upstairs to this giant. And by the way, they call it tours, right? They, you can tour mm-hmm. the resort. We wanted you to tour the resort. Yeah, tour is just a fancy name for presentation, basically, because they took oh, us boy. upstairs to this giant conference room. Like it was <laughs> like a not not conference room even. It was like a uh, what do they call those? Um, uh, there's just tons of tables and chairs and like conference like hall, yeah. giant hall of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and there's all these other people sitting like regular people like us sitting down talking to sales reps at all <laughs> these other tables. And so they take us to this table in the back and we, we sit down, uh, amongst all the other people and they start just asking questions about our, our vacation habits. Like what, how many vacations do you go on a year and how much does it, how much do you pay to stay a night at the places you go to? And, you know, right. they're, they're just getting I mean, they already, they targeted you guys at a park. So they're yeah. probably like, all right, these people, they're willing to spend some money on vacation. Right. <laughs> so they're asking us all these questions and we're answering way too honestly. Like oh, knowing, no. <laughs> knowing now what we know, I would have answered way different. We should have gone in saying like, nope, we never go on vacation. Never do it. It's uh. But no, we were like, oh, yeah, we go on a vacation every year and we spend this much money. And it was like, okay, so so they they spent so much time trying to like, I wish they wouldn't have tried to act like they cared about our lives because like we had to sit there and and like visit, you know, like it was weird. Like they had to get all this information about us. So we're sitting there answering all these questions and then they start kind of figuring out like, okay, well, we actually have packages that you could get where you could buy a certain amount of points, essentially, and mm-hmm. then those points you get every year to use at one of their places all over the world because they have, like, these uh, resorts all over the world. So, yeah. And then they were saying, like, oh, and, and when you stay at a hotel, your hotel room looks like this, right? And they show, like, this room that's, you know, just a bed and a bathroom and all that. And they're like, well, when you stay at our place... It's this whole freaking, you get a kitchen, you get, you know, it's like an executive oh, suite. good. I love grocery shopping on vacation. I know. And they kept <laughs> say, they kept making that part of the argument too. Like, you'll be able to cook while you're on vacation. You can go grocery because you know how expensive food is when you go places. And it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's where, I think you actually touched on this uh, when you were talking about your relationships and, and how... You want to just keep the other person happy. For yeah. me, it goes even further. It goes to people I don't even know who, am, who are trying to get me to buy into something I don't need. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. there being like, oh, yeah, that does look really nice. It does look right, so right. nice. Wow. What a great. That would be nice to have You don't want to offend the salesperson. I don't want to offend the salesperson, <laughs> which also was flawed because that kept this whole thing going a lot longer for them, too. Like, it was not. Oh, man. So, anyway. This is just a failed relationship happening in the course of a couple hours. Uh, it was it was cringeworthy. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and, and Vanessa's the same way. Like, oh, yeah, that does look very nice. Your, your place looks very nice. And then, you know, and we're just like. And then they ask, like, do you see yourselves doing this? And we kind of like. You know, under the right circumstances, maybe we know we weren't. Yeah. We knew we weren't, and we were just like, under the right circumstances, you know, maybe this would make sense. Anyway, <laughs> I can't, I, so oh so God. this kept going, and and they were, you know, trying to tell us that well, well, you know, once you pay off your ownership of this, you basically own it, and you get this many points that you can use at one of their resorts, and and you then you know you're. Then all you need to pay for is well, I don't, they didn't even say this, but all you need to pay for then is airfare, which is still a lot of money. So right, depending anyway. on where you're going. 
Yeah, exactly. So we get to the end of this, which is like, I don't know, like two hours. And by the end of the two hours, they started playing hardball. Like they were like, and we started being like, yeah, you know, I don't know if we can. And then they, they offered us, they were like, well, it'll only cost $15,000. No, fi- it was $16,000 we can offer you today to get a lifetime of vacations. And wow, it's like, okay. And, uh, and, and then, oh, yeah, they also showed us this inflation ca- uh, calculator, which was complete. I mean, come on. <laughs> like it was like, so $30,000 now will end up being Two hundred and seventy thousand dollars in ten years, or something. It was like, what? Are you still going to be in business in ten years? Um, <laughs> also, by the way, their whole inflation calculator of like, well, you may be spending this amount, this amount now in twenty years or what? I can't remember how much time. This is how much you'll be spending. That argument doesn't even make sense anyway, because whatever you, wherever you work, will be paying you more to adjust for the inflation. Exactly. So it all kind of ticks up, you know. It's not like we're living on a 1980s salary or anything. <laughs> I mean, if we were retired, but even if we were retired, like who retires with like 20, 30 years left in their life? You know, like that doesn't even yeah. make sense. Yeah. So, so anyway. I'm trying to tell them, like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And and they said, well, keep in mind, if you don't take this deal now, you're not going to get it later. Like, you can't, well, once you leave, you can't come back and get this then. And then they quoted us. They're like, if you were to come back tomorrow for this, it would cost how much? I think $150,000 for the same thing. <laughs> and they're like, well, it's definitely not worth it. <laughs> and and then and, and then what's even weirder about it is I was like, because I was ma- I kind of pressed on that because I was like, wait a second. You mean to tell me if I wanted to come in after thinking about it tomorrow and was ready with $16,000 to give you, you wouldn't take it? And she was like, look, okay. She opened this book and she's like, if you really are serious about this. <laughs> You're trying to get our- yourself into the deal? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. I wanted to know how this worked because I was yeah. like, you've got to be kidding me. So then she opened this book and she goes, here are our main, uh, our biggest competitors. And I would suggest you go with one of them because they would be able to offer you a better deal than what we can give you today or or, or than what uh, they, tomorrow what, what, yeah what we could give you tomorrow and i was like what you're <laughs> you're telling me you're now now you're pushing other timeshare places on me and like I'm they're probably so all connected too well yeah they probably are but it was just so bizarre it's like so i have to take this now or never and uh, i'm not going to lie during this 2 hour thing there was one point where I looked at Vanessa and she looked at me and I were like, should we do this? Like, oh no. <laughs> this like, well, sense. maybe. Like, I don't know. We we do go it's on a, a trip every year. I mean, but I don't know. you'd have to go to that, those places. Where are they, yeah, you know? That's located. true. I've never heard of this fucking resort i mean they well they're partnered with disney apparently so they're they're not like they they do have like some partnerships and six flags like they're, well, they, they have like there well okay but here's the thing uh what's really what's even funnier about it this this put up even more red flags was while we were sitting there discussing this with them every five minutes i'm not even exaggerating every five minutes everyone got up and started clapping what? and and so i said wait what is and we're just sitting there, like, looking around, like, what's happening? And the rep that was talking to us said, every time we get up and clap, that's because somebody has decided to change their life. Oh, my God. That sounds like a cult now. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Get me out of here. So they're trying to instill in you the idea that, like, oh, wow, a lot of people are saying yes to this. I better. Yes. Yeah. 
And she kept pointing out, she's like, um, oh, and there was even one package. This is even more bizarre. There was even one package that was like, you could go, you could use your points to get a catamaran with a private chef and everything. And it was like, it was like ridiculously extravagant. And she's like, and just see all the other people sitting here. They're just regular people like us. They're just regular people. They can take, they can just pay $16,000 and they could have a catamaran with a private chef. My God. Sounds like like such a scheme. This can't be. I I just was like, this is a future John Oliver episode in the making. It has to be. Oh, yeah. It has to be. I mean, not that people don't know about timeshares, but usually he uncovers things that people aren't, like, don't know a lot about. Like, I didn't know anything about. I thought timeshares, I knew, like, oh, you go and you sit through a presentation and then you get free stuff. Yeah. Which is basically what this was, but I didn't realize how predatory it seemed it seemed very predatory oh it's a hard sell yeah i mean that's why i mean why do you think they have such a sweet deal to get you in the door it's right but at the end of the day it's so expensive now imagine if you could spend sixteen thousand dollars and have a lifetime of disney right well that's the thing you do that they did compare it to disney which has its own vacation like it's called like uh, some club, some vacation club that Disney does, and it's huh. basically like renting. Um, it's like leasing a space. It's like timeshare, but leasing it instead of owning it, which I think makes more sense because then you can just stop. Basically, it's like a subscription to get points every year yeah, that you can use or something. So like you could cancel it and you're not out anything. Whereas yeah. if you owned a timeshare, you're paying for. Uh, taxes and and maintenance fees and all this stuff every year for the rest of your life and they even said the fact that you can pass it down to your kids uh generation to generation is like a plus and i it's so funny because my coworkers were just telling me before this trip they were like you're gonna be stuck with that for generations like you're gonna have to pass this (laughs) down to your kids and they and then when we went there they were like and you can pass it down to your kids (laughs) (laughs) like oh this is so great like, anyway, shit, no one's going to want this. It was crazy. And, but at the end of the day, we stuck to our no, we're not doing this. Um, they almost tried to get us to buy a $3,000 trial of it, which we still wow. obviously didn't do. And then uh, and then once we said no to that, they, they signed off that we could have our free trip to Hawaii. So really, supposedly we have the we have all the vouchers and stuff to for the airlines and the Better read the fine print. Uh, we did. Okay. There doesn't. There really doesn't seem to be anything that is else. So cool. But so, that's why most of those people were there, is because they were they were prom- They were told they would get you know a, a free gift at the end, which is the vacation thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, wow, you, they're, they're like vouchers. So you you book whenever you want the flight, and so then you use that to pay for it. That's the thing. I think the only catch to it is that you basically have to give them a window. Of like, here's kind of roughly when I want to go, and then they tell you huh. when you're yeah, going. Still, it's free. I guess that's. But not if so it's bad. free, I mean, I thought it was worth a shot. I was like, we <clears> wanted <throat> to go to San Diego anyway. They said it was a two-hour presentation. It ended up being like closer to two and a half hours. But I've also heard after the fact when I looked it up, some people they they, if you get there earlier in the day, like we went at two, but if if our tour if our quote unquote tour was like in the morning, I've heard people have to you know, end up getting stuck there like all day for like five or six hours. Yeah. And that would be awful. It's kind of a funny coincidence. I was just, um, all this stuff about like 
feeling kind of scammed and all that, I just started listening to this podcast um, called The Dream, and it's pretty good. It's um, it's one of those um, kind of like investigative reportery type of shows, um, and they go yeah. behind the scenes uh, to pir- behind pyramid schemes. <clears throat> and uh, I, I listened to the first episode so far, where they talk about like this scheme in like the eighties or whatever. But I guess the idea is that they're going to go through and and look at different types. Um, and they talk to people who actually used to be involved in them, and they kind of like got out and all that. So, oh wow, um, okay, little cross promo that we're not getting paid for at all. But I just thought it was cool. <laughs> Look, yeah, for the feed. that is cool. Or not the feed, the dream in your feed. Yeah, whatever. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's funny. Speaking of splicing in the podcast the old podcast episode into this episode. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you noticed, but I started um, adding in letters, the the old podcast that I did. Yeah. So I figure, well, I might as well repurpose it for times when, you know, we don't have much to record or whatever. We can put an episode in there. And um, th- I was looking at the old files and I realized, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I, the last episode was part one. <laughs> Oh no! In <laughs> part two, it has like an interview with Mike and uh, an old coworker, Crystal, and so I think I have the the files somewhere, but I need to finish editing that. It, this is like four years now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you even have files from four years ago? I think so. yeah, I have it archived. I think. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so well, that's good. Anyway, tangent about other podcasts. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah, so, well, hopefully you get that free trip. I'll be insanely jealous. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, a little nervous about doing it, though. How come? Just because, Just like, it, it won't if, work with your schedule? No, what if it's, like, what if it's, what if it's something weird about it? Like, I, you're right, we, look, we looked at the fine print. I even Googled, like, other people that kind of went through the same thing we did. Yeah. I guess people talk about it online, like on Reddit and stuff, and yeah, seems like it's legit. Like it's not that part of it isn't, you know. But I still am like, I don't know. It just seems the whole thing is so weird. <laughs> as long as you don't have to go to another damn meeting when you get to Hawaii. <laughs> That's what I'm not clear on. I wonder if we do. Eh, even then, if it's like two hours, and then you have like the rest of the week in Hawaii, then well, it's like two days. Oh, okay. That we'd have, yeah. but still, that's Whatever. not bad. That's not bad. It's only yeah. a four-hour uh, flight from from here. Oh yeah! Wow, I didn't think about that. So, I mean, that's a long flight, but it, for me, it'd be like the whole day. <laughs> By the way, it's the Rode Procaster microphone. Oh yeah, yeah. I was that looking we at that. I was like, "Ooh, this is more expensive. It's definitely going to be the best." But uh, honestly, I, you can spend more. I think you probably have yours is the Heil. PR the higher the Heil PR forty, which yes, it's. I think that's probably the best for pro level, and that's like four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's about the same amount as the <clears throat> SM7B. The shoe yeah. from Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the SM is is another one. So like, if money was no object, probably the the Sure or or that or the one that you have would be good. But I feel like for a hundred bucks, this is really, it, That's it outperforms really good. some that are more expensive. That's really good. No, I, and it's like headphones, right? Cause you can, you can pay a ton for headphones 
Yeah. And then you can get cheaper headphones. Right. You can have cheaper headphones that actually sound pretty much as good for yeah. a lot less. So I think microphones can be the same way. You just have to find the right ones. But that is a good one. And I actually think, I actually wonder if they improved upon, kind of improved upon the uh, Procaster. Because it sounds to me from <coughs> it is your newer. voice, on, on your voice at least, it sounds better to me than the, the Procaster does. My voice in general just sounds better going through this. I wish I could like bring it with me everywhere and just yeah. just like talk into the microphone and then <laughs> project it to people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I do like the SM seven B. Um the a Heil PR forty is is you, you mentioned about the, the bass thing. That's it's kinda by design that it doesn't it do, it's not boomy, it's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be more natural sounding. Yeah. So uh, but I don't know. Just, it depends on what sound you're going for, too. Yeah, this one is supposed... It does give you a little bit more bass, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, it's not... It feel it feels more, more natural, I think, than others that are like... They over-index on the bass, because I think, I think people associate the, the bass with, you know, professional, like, radio sound. Um, right. And so... They they just look for like oh well what microphone has the fullest bass but um, this has got definitely has you know a little bit of bass it feels rich but it's not overwhelming. But what's interesting is there is that thought that oh yeah it sounds like pro radio broadcaster or whatever but NPR if you listen to any of that none of their stuff is bassy at all they like roll yeah, yeah, all yeah. that off. It's well then there's thin. like was it like Howard Stern I guess who's Howard Stern like he's like all over the microphone yeah yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I wonder I, what he I just, uses. I, don't know. I th- think he uses um, probably a condenser mic. It's probably not even a dynamic mic. Oh yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> condenser. Uh, so I might have to look up to get an actual definition, but I know condenser is uh, it, it it's it requires phantom power, I believe. Oh, okay. And it it basically I know what I know. Without getting into the technical definition, I know that it captures a lot more of the room, so you need a much quieter environment. Huh, okay. And it's like Which dynamic is... mic can be like, it's it's less sensitive, so it's like you have to be right on top of it. A condenser, you can, you know. Okay, I think my old, my $50 microphone was like a condenser style because it was wide open. You know, you could hear someone like ruffling papers in the other room. Right. Um Whereas this one, I have to get right up. It it really drops off as soon as I start to get away yep. from it. Yep, it really does. Yeah. yeah, but that's what you want though. If you're in an environment that you can't, control. yeah, like I don't have a studio. I'm in a fuck it, I'm in a messy kitchen with like hard tile floors and stuff. And yeah, but yeah, it sounds good though. Um, anywho, anywho, I had one more thing I was gonna bring up, and then I got sidetracked with all the microphones. Damn. I don't know if I need to get used to this prescription of lenses or if I if I really if they're really pushing me if it's really pushing my uh, vision too far. You can start to see through the walls. Yeah, I can't tell. <laughs> I can't well I feel cross-eyed all the time. No, I'm kidding. Not not quite that bad, but it's like Or is it just cuz it's new? I mean, I remember like whenever I got new glasses cuz I waited so long I'd be like, "Whoa, everything is so sharp." And then maybe I get like a headache, but it's not give about it a week. A- it's weird. It's it is so sharp, but it's sharp. Now, what happened was, 
uh, and I promised I wouldn't get into an optometry corner, but follow me on this one. My my before I did anything, my left eye was the sharpest one, and mm-hmm. my right eye was just a little bit blurry. Like I could tell in lower light, like it was getting a little bit weird. Like the fuzz from my right eye was kind of making it hard to discern what things were. Mm-hmm. So I knew like there was a it was uneven. You know, my vision just looked uneven to me. So. I went in and they they bumped me up just a quarter step, which is the least amount they can do. Mm-hmm. And now my right eye has leapfrogged my left eye and is slightly sharper. So I've gone the past four or five years with my left eye being the sharp one, and now my right eye is. How do you even notice the difference? Like it's you just know, usually when when you have like a defect within with one eye, like your brain like it combines the images usually anyway. See, this is where I think my brain works different because I see each eye separately, it seems like. Like, I can tell when there's just a minute difference between (laughs) eyes. Like, I do. I feel like a lizard. (laughs) Or a bird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I can tell. Like, I can tell when one eye is off from the other, and it's so minor, but, like, there are times when I can tell. It's like a... It's like a depth thing. It's like I can tell with... with, Hmm. It's like when I'm looking at... Even when I'm looking at my computer up close, it's like... One eye seems like it's closer to the screen than the other one, just slightly. It's like a depth. Oh. The depth is off, and so my That's and my really brain weird. doesn't. My brain doesn't know like which eye to prioritize. Like I feel like it's just there's something weird going on. But Maybe I think it's you because have, like a brain tumor, and it's pushing on one of the optic tracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm just. I think what you know the saying like where if it, once just you notice with you. <laughs> once you see something you can't unsee it. You know, like yeah. if someone points out an imperfection in like your TV or something like that, you, you're going to see it every, every single time. <laughs> and for me, I've noticed what it looks like when my vision isn't 100% perfect. And now I notice every time it isn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's making me crazy. I have to go back to therapy. <laughs> yeah. To sort this out. Uh, eye therapy. Yeah, man. I hope um, animal. I hope our animals aren't like. I don't know. Like, I feel like they're like all the disorders that we have as humans, and it's like, do animals have any of this? Like, have we created all these disorders by the way that we live our lives? Um, I don't know. I feel like we probably I, I, have. I think that it's. I go back and forth between like. For me, it's this fear that like. Just having a pet, you know, is like they're miserable or something. I mean, they never act like it, obviously. Right. But, but um, oh my gosh! Speaking of which, my cat is like crying. I know. I hear that. Oh. See if uh, if Mary will, will let her in. All right. Um, Meanwhile, uh, why but, don't you check out <laughs> another episode of Sorry to Get Back on Topic and join <laughs> us again in two more hours. <laughs> we'll figure this out yeah <laughs> no but um so so yeah like i just like imagine if you know someone brought you home at a young age and brought you to their apartment or their house and you were never allowed to leave for the rest of your life unless you got sick they would take you to the hospital but apart from yeah. that you had to stay in that house and you I might had be to walked. eat the same meal every day that they gave you i might be walked yeah, you might be walked. That's true. Depends how yeah. old you are. Yeah, that's but, yeah. true. <laughs> I have to hold it all day long. I can't use the bathroom, like in the case of dogs. Anyway. Okay, hold on. I have to get this cat. Okay. 
Hope you enjoyed that interlude. <laughs> yeah, that was very um, nice. So, yeah, on one hand, I worry about that. But, you know, that's just me putting, like, my human perspective on this. As a human, I need to be constantly stimulated with different activities and stuff to think about because I have a big thinking brain. And I wonder, maybe on the other hand, like, not to insult them, but birds and cats and dogs and all that, they have smaller brains. Maybe Mm -hmm. they have less to think about. And maybe there's, like, a scale where, like, the less you have to think about, the less depressed you get. That's probably a good point, because right now Cora is just sitting and staring blankly, <laughs> and that's been what she's been doing this whole time. So, you know. So, yeah, me, the more, like, complex thought you have, the more reasons you have to be upset, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I hope that's the case, because, uh, yeah, there, there's not much going on over there. <laughs> 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 or, as you said, you're pretty capable of just spacing out entirely, too. I can. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, that's pretty much all I've got as far as t- uh, talking points, but we did all right. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, we squeezed out a whole hour of just whatever. The timeshare story is pretty good. That was that was crazy. Dude, <laughs> I can't believe, like, I, it, it actually was kind of worth doing just for the experience of it. Yeah, you're going in there like, this would be great content. <laughs> well, it, it's not even just that. It's like, it's great to like learn how, because now I know uh, for next time, not not for timeshare meetings, but for other <laughs> situations where I've, I'm being like dealing with a salesperson on something or, or um, negotiating. Like if I'm negotiating, I don't want to necessarily say, everything they're doing is great because that's <laughs> yep. what that's what sucked is like we went into this thinking like oh let's be polite and tell them that everything they're showing us is awesome but then we got to the end of it and we're just like then it made no sense when we were like nope we don't want any of this <laughs> <laughs> like, yes it's great it's great oh yeah nope and then, yeah, and then like- we realized we were leading them on the whole time to think oh, that man. oh we were worth their time to keep going keep presenting keep doing it. because maybe if we had been like hard-lined like we're not interested. This doesn't look, this doesn't fit what we want, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they would have kind of gotten the, the hint sooner and been like, okay, well, this is, you know, we don't yeah. want to waste any more time on you. We can spend time on somebody else who might actually bite. But since we sounded so much like we were going to go for this and then didn't. <sighs> well, you know, I got myself into that kind of trouble. Just like, you know, like visiting like, like in high school, like when I go to visit, like, you know, an old girlfriend's like family for dinner or whatever, and grandma makes something and it's just terrible. Yeah. And, but, but you're like, you're like eating, you're like, oh man, this is, this is so great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is and then so like, good. So you want some more, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, um, oh, well, I'm so full because of that delicious food. And it's just like, shit, what have I done now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then every time you go, it's like, it's your favorite thing. Oh, man. Yeah, you just got to speak up for, you just got to be honest. Which, <sighs> you know, as a as a point of growth, <laughs> there is this um, funny anecdote that my mother-in-law likes to bring it up. Because I think it's great that, you know, I feel so much more comfortable around her. Because, like, you know, I'm married and she's my mother-in-law. So she's like family. I don't. I don't like have to impress her, not anymore at least. And so, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, teach their own, but like, I, I I really like her, and we get along about all kinds of stuff. But um, 
she knows that I'm really into coffee and that like I, you know, subscribe to get these special beans and I make my own and all that. We were visiting her and she has like the like the Folgers, the just like the dry crystals that dissolve in a glass of hot water. Oh, <laughs> and, no. And, and she made made some for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm drinking it. And she's and uh, I got to get this right. How did she? She said, um, she she looked at me. She's she's like, is it okay? And I nodded my head and I said, it's okay. <laughs> like just totally flat just like well it it is okay <laughs> was it okay though even it was okay <laughs> i mean okay it was not good <laughs> it was edible <laughs> all right well that's that's good at least yeah could so have been worse that's being honest <laughs> but now she jokes about it all the time she's like i'm not gonna make you any of that coffee and I was like, yeah, <laughs> probably shouldn't bother. Yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've I've gotten so good at making coffee now that actually I've ruined all other coffee shops for, for myself. Yeah, that'll probably happen. I just, I go anywhere and I'm like, mm, garbage. <laughs> I just, I want, I, 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 I don't know. I like coffee. I like, I, I. I just have to have it like in the morning every day and it's oh, I'll yeah. settle for le- I'll settle for less than stellar if it means I get to have coffee still. Right, which is why I drink this crystallized stuff. Right. Cuz like we were in North Carolina we could like get in the car and drive to either a McDonald's or like a Piggly Wiggly. <clears throat> that was it. Yeah, <laughs> for coffee. Yep. So it's like, well, I don't even want to get in the car, so I'll just have this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, on that note, I've yeah. been oh, I've been um doodling around with my my MIDI instrument oh, that that's I got great. for Christmas and uh been making some sound effects. Not not full on songs, but you know, musical doodles, I guess. So maybe I'll I'll throw that in here at the end or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Or or, or just throw on another podcast episode and you'll get a two-hour episode yeah or just play a bunch of episodes at once for a little while and then just let it fade out like like let um just uh layer a bunch of spoken word podcasts Mm. on top of each other and then fade it like music acapella be like really confusing yeah like (laughs) but but like the rounds like you know how like they do the rounds oh yeah like row row your boat yeah so start a podcast and then start another podcast and then start another podcast and it's just chaos and then just let it layer (laughs) until it's just complete garbage and then fade out nice yeah i was thinking it'd be kind of you know Okay, now I was just about to say goodbye, but now I'm on to another tangent. Okay. <laughs> but uh, last one. You know how, um, and I, I kind of want to get your opinion on this as an audio person. People, uh, Mike brought this up, people listening at 2X and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't have anything against the feature of like increasing the speed. You know, a lot of times, at least for me, if it's like news or, I don't know, just like a update in politics or whatever like i don't really care about the sound quality right but you know when i think about smaller shows like you know the stuff that you do well actually i'm not interested in anything you do but right (laughs) our shows you know yeah 
where like I spend time editing it and making it sound a certain way. I would feel bad if someone listened to it at two X. Um, so there's your guilt trip to anyone listening. You, at you know 2X what we should right do? Now. We should start releasing podcasts in two X. <laughs> so they, yeah, <laughs> so then they have to slow it down. No, but I, I had I had another idea. Okay, so people are doing this because they want to optimize their life. Yeah. What if we had we had we just did panning, and you had on the left an entire podcast, and on the right another podcast, and you could either try and listen to both at once. You might get about as much as you do out of two X, right. or or you could just like remove one of your headphones and listen to that show and yeah. then like, you know, put in the other one. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's great. We need to start coming up with ideas like this because there's so many podcasts out there that it's, it's getting impossible yeah. to listen to all the ones that you might want to listen to. So ideas like that are, you know, we need to disrupt know. the industry. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. Let's, um, or maybe we come up with like a third headphone. Right. And just, I don't know put it somewhere else yeah this would be good this is where virtual reality would be good actually because if we we're in virtual oh, reality yeah. you could have all these different podcasts going on around you and you could just kind of like walk, walk toward the one to that them. you're more interested Ooh, in and then the sound would and change as you got closer walk away walk to another one you could kind of <laughs> yeah i want to do so you know how sometimes people do like a live stream or whatever while they're doing the podcast record like at twit yeah um I want to do that, but with virtual reality. So, like, we could be hanging out on a virtual reality couch, and then right. people, or absolutely no one, could walk by and, and listen to us. And I think yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, keep an eye out for our future podcast innovations. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Hopefully, we don't put this off too much. You're just I going know. to Michigan for a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to Michigan for a week, uh, okay. and we leave on Friday the 28th. Okay. Is that Friday, 28th? I uh, know. Probably shouldn't put dates in the podcast, Seven, but... eight, no. nine. Wait, today's I'll the just 23rd. Cut this out. Yeah, the 20... <laughs> yeah. No, don't cut this out. <laughs> 20... <laughs> don't cut this out. All right, all right. <laughs> um. Yeah, the 28th. Today's the 23rd. Okay. Yeah. So the 28th of February, 2021. There, we're covered now. <laughs> 2021. You can release it later and it will still make sense. <laughs> no, hold on to this. This will be <laughs> deep cuts. No. Uh, anyway. Yeah. No. Uh, this will, Obviously, you can cut this out if you want. Okay. You're gone for a week. Then you're, then you're back. And maybe we'll, we'll wait another week or so and then do something. Oh, and Super Tuesday is on the 3rd. Super Tuesday. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. So, hmm. Okay, we could live podcast it, and then I'll release it a month later. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> people, people, no. Well, you know what? We'll announce that we're doing that, and then people will have to like. You know how like people don't watch or don't want if they can't watch like a football game, they don't want people to spoil it for them. Uh-huh. So they're gonna have to for a month avoid all news about <laughs> to avoid all politics about the because they want to hear it from us yeah they want to hear it from us but like don't ruin it from don't tell me who won josh and rob are yeah. gonna break it down they're gonna break it down anytime now it's gonna be released <laughs> turn off msnbc <laughs> shut the fuck up rachel maddow yeah, yeah exactly don't ruin this don't spoil it oh, spoilers man. with news that's an interesting yeah, concept yeah we're gonna compete with michael barbaro Anyway, sounds good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to stop recording then. Okay. 
Me too. All right. Well, we are here in uh, New York City. I'm actually visiting. I My name is Josh Windish, by the way, in case you want to know. Um, I also host another podcast called Meeting Famous People. Make sure to check that out. You can also find me on social media at The Mac and Josh, M-A-C-I-N-J-O-S-H, with the, the in front of it, if you want to find me. But I'm here with Rob Rogan, and we're in New York, and this is uh, this is cool. Hey, hey, welcome to New York. And it's storming outside, and there's crazy thunder, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, it's pretty dramatic. Podcast lights are low. The overriding theme, I think, we've seen in the results tonight is that absolutely. Joe Biden is killing it in the living among the late deciding And what's funny about that is I thought I thought for the longest time you guys were a couple. <laughs> 